0: Even though he's not here physically, he still had his thoughts and everything in a place where it can be referenced, and that, that just hit me. Welcome to the 3rd Culture Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Nyan Yenafin. This podcast, we talk with people that are raised in a culture different than their parents' home culture or way of life or nationality, and now they're living in today's culture, which is vastly different than it is of our parents or even back in the day. So let's get into today's episode. What's going on? This is Nyan Yenefin. You know what it is. I'm still out here in Germany. And today I went out running in the cold. I went out in uh what negative seven Celsius? So that's like 20 something degrees. And yeah, I mean that was crazy. That was crazy running in its cold ass weather. Um, I didn't bring any gloves with me, so I had to use uh some wool socks as a uh, gloves. which a lot of people look at at me crazy but i'm like look the wool socks right and they're clean too so you know i can hold out on the gloves for a little bit but now actually i need gloves because even through the wool socks that was on my hands i still needed to have extra warmth so i'm definitely getting gloves very soon and running anytime anytime you're running in the cold it's like an extra weight that's on your chest you know like it's almost like a second workout, like you literally bench pressing the air as you're running, you know. And that's like a, that's too much. It's, it's messing up my pace. You know, I had a good pace going on with the running, and then now this cold just came and just slowed it down. Now now they got me running like an old man. This is wild, man. So yeah, out here in Germany, still doing my thing. You know, it's it's getting colder, but I'm still up in high hopes. I'm not I'm not sad. I'm not depressed yet. A lot of people have been telling me that as the months go on, especially in February, it's going to get depressing. I I beg to differ, you know, the boys in town, you know, the sun is here. So, you know, when the sun is here, it can never go down. You know, it's only going to stay up, you know. Yeah, that ain't sound right. Um, <laughs> literally the sun and figuratively in some parts. I'll leave it to y'all guys. Um, a lot of things have been happening. You know, it's Cat Williams. I finally watched the whole Club Shay Shay Cat Williams debacle. And, yeah, that was entertaining, man. Cat Williams is just one of those people that when he speaks is you can't help but just listen. You're just going to be there and just be listening like the whole time, you know. So I know he kind of threw out a lot of names there and said a lot of things, but. It was hilarious. Like this dude he's one of those people that just like funny. You ever you ever meet somebody that just like they talk and just the way they talk is funny by itself? That's basically him. And then also he has all the jokes and like lived a whole entire life and still living it. So that was just like a that was a crazy interview. Like I think within the first 10, 15 minutes, like it was like shots fired. There was strays, everything. It was like, damn, this is this is crazy. All right. You know, that, that type of boldness, you don't see that too often. So you, when you see it, you'd be like, Oh, bro, oh, what? Like, yo, you, you ain't nervous about what can hit you back. Like, Oh, that's crazy. But you know, apparently he got the dip. So he moving, He know, how to, you know, how to maneuver through all that. And yeah, that's why you just got to <laughs> not, not do uh, too much crazy stuff out here, you know, cause the receipts are there and uh, they can come out any time. So that's, Watching that, I was kind of like, oh, shit, all right, that, this is, uh, yeah, you know. People, people, people can keep, you know, people have memories, and they and they, can, they can bring things out. So, that that was interesting to see that and seeing Cat Williams, you know, do that uh, interview, you know. I, I was talking to my friend the other day. I was like, yo, sometimes people that are that charismatic, he's a very charismatic guy, very charismatic. He, he obviously has a lot of stories, very funny dude that, if he was born in a different time, Cat Williams, if he's born like back in the day like in a in the 16th, 15th century, that he might he might be like a dictator or something or some like crazy leader, right? Cuz that type of anybody who has that type of skill, they ain't being a comedian. I mean, not even a jester really. That dude would be that dude would ha- have like a kingdom or something and 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 be wielding power. That's how he would be. Because, I mean, he talks well. He knows how to formulate stories and everything well. And it's like, thank God he was able to find his way as a comedian. Because if not, man, he would be some type of leader that would just have too much power. You know, like, look at the way he's talking. Look at the way he moves. Look at the way he has his stories constructed and everything. Like, that's a dude that if he, you know, you give him enough power, I think he might. I won't say he, uh, he would abuse it, but it's more like he it would be too much power to not slip up and like abuse it a little bit you know like come on you only so much only only so much power you can, one can handle before it starts getting abusive so you know thank god he is a comedian and he's using it for the laughter and to entertain us rather than the other way around you know where we have to entertain this dude you know who's in power but shout out to cat williams is very funny i'm not going to talk much about it cuz uh yeah, you know, it was more of just me enjoying it. I have nothing to say on that except that uh, yeah, there's very funny people in the world. <laughs> very funny people in the world. Um yeah, today uh, I was actually thinking about something, you know. Um and it, it comes up in terms of the thought and stuff and is that of uh how certain celebrations can bring families together and sometimes those celebrations are celebrations of life of someone who passed away, you know, and you're celebrating their life that they lived before passing away. And you know, sometimes when I'm in those situations I I feel you know, I feel guilty. I don't know if you ever guys ever feel that. Like when there's like a funeral or something and That's the time where everyone comes together. That's when you see like family members you haven't seen in a long time or, you know, that's the only time or few times where all the family gets together. And that I I, I sometimes feel not sometimes I usually feel guilty about that because it's like without that death or that funeral, then I wouldn't have seen all my family in this one place or even just family, just specific family members in general. So, when I'm in that situation, I'm happy, but at the same time, it's like, damn, yo, this is really the only way we are coming together. Otherwise, we wouldn't. And I guess it takes, you know, a passing, I guess, to to bring everyone together, which which is whack. I mean, also weddings, too. Weddings, weddings bring people together, I think, depending on people's background, you know, but... Yeah, I was just thinking about, you know, death and stuff. Like, around this time, I lost uh, one of my friends a couple uh, years ago. This is, like, right before the pandemic, actually. And, um, you know, that, like, that whole process of all, all of my friends or so that knew him coming together. And we were even talking. We were like, damn, this is it really the only time we all come together. This is crazy, you know? Like... And and some of the people I haven't seen since, you know, even before moving from, you know, the States over here to Germany. And I don't, you know, sometimes you you think and you you might think like, all right, maybe create an event that everyone can come together and then we can hang out that way. But it just never happens. And I always think about like how only certain monumental moments and usually funerals are the catalysts that brings people together, which you know, I guess it is what it is, you know? And now I don't really know much of really. it. Just, it just kinda came to mind about that. Yeah, because, yeah, this is literally around the time that he passed passed away, you know. His name was Greg. And, you know, Greg, he you know, he's man, he was my boy. You know, he was he was somebody that um Cause like basically what happened was I I had to move to like a different place or so like so at the time I was living in um I was living in um, Tran or Ewing as probably some people are gonna hear and get on me about that Ewing right which is near Tran It's in Tran and so we live in there and we had to move to like South Jersey so in South Jersey and I was living in the middle of nowhere I'm talking about like. Man, ain't nothing going on. I was, like, depressed every day just playing Halo and listening to College Dropout. That's what I was doing the whole time, right? So, you know, during that time, um, you know, my friend Greg, I think one day, like, he just asked, like, yo, you want to play ball? or something like that. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's play ball. And, he, you know, he lived on the Air Force Base and kind of became friends. He was one of those dudes that, like, you ever know those people that are just so athletic that no matter what they do to their body, they're still going to be highly athletic? Like he's one of those dudes that he ate nothing but like maybe a piece of ham and a bre- and piece of bread. And then we'll play basketball for like eight hours. I'm talking about playing basketball from like 5 p.m. all the way to like 12 a.m. Just playing ball all day, high energy. You know, he has handles like he can he can shoot almost dunk. You know, like he had the whole everything. And just always had energy, and you'd be mad because you're like, "Yo, I'm hungry." And he'd be like, "No, no, no, one more game, one more game." And he'd be like, "Bro, you're a freaking nature. I'm a human being. I need it. I need to eat. <laughs> We've been playing five games back to back. I need to eat." But over time, man, you know, you know, once you graduated, you know, we became friends, we stayed friends and stuff. But I didn't really get a chance to. I'm lying. I'm not saying I didn't get the chance to see him, but it was more like. You know, life happens where you're just doing your own thing and you kind of forget about time and or sometimes you guys get into some issues and you guys don't talk for a long time. You know, like, we definitely had some beef, yeah. <laughs> Actually, this is crazy, yeah. he, I remember one time I loaned him some money and then I asked for that money back and the, he didn't want to give it back. He, he was kind of acting like he didn't owe me money. He was like, yeah, 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 don't worry. Like, I got you, I got you. And it started getting to where anytime I asked, it would cause an issue. So that get me mad because I'm like, yo, bro, I gave you money. Why are you acting like I'm bothering you? Like I you, you owe me and I even asked you for a while, just give it to me. And it got to a point where, man, I mean, <laughs> I can go into it because, you know, obviously he's my boy. I want to leave good memories, but. Yeah, he got to a point where like we didn't talk for a long time, and I think eventually he did. Pay, yeah, he did pay me back plus interest, so that was actually dope. And you know what's interesting is that I didn't know what he was going through at the time, but he was going through a lot of things that you know kind of affected why he couldn't pay me back. So you know, that was like hindsight twenty twenty. Like, luckily, because even before he paid me back, we were still cool to an extent. We just didn't talk, but we was like cool. So it was dope and important. And I'm happy that that didn't disrupt our friendship during the time he was alive, you know? Like, I didn't hold an extreme grudge for a long time. I did a little bit, but not, like, too long, you know? So that was important to at least put that grudge to the side and, you know, still be cool. Uh, The craziest thing or so is that... So he passed away or so. We went to the funeral and... I think the craziest thing that hit me was that during the funeral, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that happened. But during his funeral, his mom got to the podium. This happened in a church in in the States. And his mom basically, went. he had his Facebook group, right? That he kind of posts like his thoughts and stuff. And he also wrote a book. And his mom like referenced some of the stuff in his Facebook group. Which I didn't even know she was aware of it, but like it was crazy just to hear that even as even though he's not here physically, he still had his thoughts and everything in a place where it can be referenced, and that that just hit me because it's like wow, man, like, cause even I look back at certain like chat messages or or like certain posts that he would make on the group and just be like, yo, man, this is that's that's Greg right there, or even videos and things, and that. That really had an impact on me in terms of making sure that any thoughts or any type of, like, thoughts that I have, pieces of me or so, to kind of put it at least in a place that can be referenced, you know, if God forbid something happens, you know, like, just, hey, like, here's my thoughts or something like that. Like, do you, like you know, know, know about me or something like that that you can reference while me actually being here. You know, that's something that like that stuck with me. It, it was really a mind blowing thing to be like, "Oh shit!" Like, yo, he actually has parts of him still here that can be referenced, even though he's not here physically. Like, it was, it was crazy. And even for his mom to say something because we used to clown him a lot, you know, about the book. You know, he's like, "Yeah, I'm writing this book." He's like, "Man, get the fuck out!" He ain't read no, he ain't, he ain't write no book. And he actually finished the book. He finished the book, and the book. Is something of him that he left behind that can be referenced. And I think that's very important for anybody out there that's listening or, you know, even myself is to realize that, like, life is short and, you know, one day we're all going to go. So luckily we live in a time where you can put your thoughts in a place where people can reference it. So, you know, your loved ones or people or just in general, in terms of leaving your mark on the world, it doesn't have to be a big mark, but there's many ways in which you can leave your mark that can be referenced and it can be referenced back to you. And I think it's important to keep that in mind that you want to leave some pieces of yourself in a place that can be looked at later, like family photos and things like there's people in my life that passed away that I look at their photos. and I'm like, wow. I mean, thank God, like they took photos of themselves during their time, that they were here for me to at least reference and like reminisce or like have some memories. You know, God forbid if like they never took a picture or a video or something, like that memory can like go away. I mean, you still have the memory, but it won't be something you can reference like right there, you know? And I think that's important. So, you know, this year I'm creating a lot of content. So, you know, my thoughts and my experiences are out there, which I, which people are actually connecting with me, uh, with me sharing it on social media, and then also taking a lot of pictures as well. Just you know, just that be you know, just to be putting pieces of myself out there in a way that can be referenced. You know, and you never you know you never know what's gonna happen. You know, and um, it's something that I think about all the time. You know, because definitely there's some people that that, you know, I left and gone, and just having something that I can reference, it it means a lot, like, just, you know, like, you look at a picture, and you're like, oh, my God, y'all remember this time, like, yo, that's crazy, I can't believe, or, you know, you you see, you know, even at the age there they were at, and, like, maybe you took a picture with them, you're like, yo, I can't believe, look at us, we look so young, and this and that, or, you know, I was a baby when, like, this happened, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I think is important, so, yeah, I, I yeah, I think I'll be taking a lot more pictures. I mean, I already I'm already doing it, so <laughs> it's just more of something that I thought about today because um, I I don't know if it's the exact day, but it's definitely the month or so when I got the phone call that he um, that he passed away, you know, and I definitely took him for granted in terms of you know like hanging out, like okay, you know, sometimes you call and be like yo, let's hang out. And sometimes I'll be like busy, or you know, he he had a personality, and sometimes it was like, ah, you know, I don't know if I'm ready to deal with it, but um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's some. Sometimes I even like look back and regret it. Be like, damn, y'all really, I'm really just you know expected for him to be here all the time, you know, like on my own time to go and visit. And you know, now I don't. Now you know, I mean, at least he has a book and stuff I can read, or or the post or even like the chats and things but um yeah yeah so definitely going to be hanging out with friends a lot more and making a lot more phone calls yeah so decided to just talk about it you know it's kind of like a uh, near or coming close to the anniversary of uh, when he passed away so um you know I think from a cultural standpoint you know life death marriage those things are Events that kind of make you think deeper about life or have or or add markers within your life that, you know, when that time comes back to when that mark happened, that it just makes you think. So, yeah, just some thoughts I'm sharing today. Otherwise, I'm still here in Germany eating good bread and good butter, you know, <laughs> uh, interesting way to end it. But, uh, yeah, I'm about to, about to go ahead and do a show, so. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully, this resonated with you. If you have loved ones or so, go out and see them. If you have friends that you haven't spoken to in a long time, just send them a text. Just say like, "Hey, what's going on? How are things?" New Year's is just just happened a week or two ago, so say a happy New Year's. Just something to at least keep that connection going because you can't take that connection for granted. You know, sometimes that connection gets severed in a way that you can't expect or or, or is unexpected. And then you kind of look back and be like, damn, I wish I could have, you know, or I wish I kept in contact more. So that's my last thought there. But, guys, thank you very much for listening. I'm Jan Yenifin. I'll talk to you all later. Peace.